You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You run around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of the TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert, and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm Liz Palaika, and with me today are my good friends, Kate Abbott. How do? <laughs> and Petra Burke. I know, she's like, hello. <laughs> she's out of order. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. Well, that's because you're here, and Petra's there. The roundtable seating has changed. <laughs> and also with us today is one of Kindred Spirits trainers, Melissa Duffy. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're going to revisit disaster preparedness. We've talked about it in a previous podcast. I think we recorded one back during some of the Southern California wildfires. But it seems like there's disasters all over the world right now. The the ones in Japan, obviously, are horrendous. There's wildfires burning out of control as we tape this in Texas right now, in Colorado. And as Southern Californians, we're used to wildfires. Unfortunately, we see them far too often. And earthquakes. So I think it's about time to revisit disaster preparedness. So anyway, hold on, take a listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Buster. You're telling me my dog food products can't go on your shelves? That's right. Didn't pass one of my Petco certified nutrition checklists. Sorry, Wayne. Who made these checklists? Geniuses. Very smart guys. Well, it's good enough for most grocery stores. Do you see cheese puffs on my shelves? Mayonnaise? Soda pop? No. That's because I ain't running no grocery store, Wayne. Your pets will get better nutrition, I guarantee it. Petco, with healthy pets go. Enter the code DOGGY, D-O-G-G-Y, and save 10% on orders of $65 or more, plus free shipping at Petco.com. Whether they're big, small, hairy, or whatever, you're going to need gear for your feet. And Kids Foot Locker's got all the great shoes and gear that'll get you in the game. Go to kidsfootlocker.com and enter the code AFDOG1KF to get 10% off any order of $50 or more. Or enter the code AFDOG2KF to get 15% off any order of $75 or more at kidsfootlocker.com. And cover those funky feet. The world has changed. One in five relationships now begin on an online dating site. And while you never know where things will lead, Match.com has led to more dates, more relationships, and more marriages than any other site. Join today. Pet Life Radio listeners get 25% off the price of a membership. Just go to Mevio.Match.com and enter the code DOGGY, D-O-G-G-Y. That's M-E-V-I-O dot M-A-T-C-H dot com and enter the code DOGGY to get 25% off Match.com. 
This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. Talking about disaster preparedness, I think the first thing we have to talk about is a first aid kit. And my first aid kit is kind of legendary. <laughs> you do have the best. <laughs> kit is not enough. It's a box. Yeah. Well, it's a big plastic flip-top box, and it passed the... A retired emergency room nurse test. It passed yes. her test. Uh, yes. We had an event here at the at the training yard recently, and she went through the, the first aid kit before the, the event, and she had no complaints. <laughs> I think our comment was, well, I don't have to go to the store to get anything. Everything is here. But how many times has that first aid kit come into use? I mean... At least once a week. <laughs> well, you For know, some little thing. Uh, maybe a band-aid, some cortisone cream, yeah. some antihistamines, aspirin, ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a couple times for dog bites or cuts or dislocated finger cake. Pepto-bismol. Pepto-bismol. <laughs> So a good first aid kit is definitely imperative. First thing, let's talk about what you need in it. Scissors, tweezers, and scissors, sharp ones and rounded ones. Scissors that can be used for cutting the bandage themselves and also with your dogs for cutting the hair away from their wounds so you can see what you're dealing with and to make it cleaner. Mm-hmm. Or a disposable razor. Disposable razor. Oh, well, and then nowadays they actually have those cute little battery-operated like shaver. Oh. oh, yeah, the feed stores have. I have one. Oh, one's in my first aid kit. Let's cool. see. We don't go to the feed stores often enough. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I just have disposable razor in my first aid kit. Stores gone high tech. <laughs> yeah, it's, very, it's a little small, so in, you, wherever you need to get around a wound to shave off the fur or something. Cool. Those, to me, it's a little safer than scissors if you don't have the rounded edge. Sure. Right. Yeah. Ones. Nail clippers for dogs and people. Definitely. And I like the scissor nail clippers for the dogs. I think especially if a dog's got a torn nail or something like that, you can have a little more flexibility with that than the guillotine type. Right. Pen and paper for notes and instructions. When you call your veterinarian, you need to be able to jot down the notes of what your vet says. And then, of course, somewhere in there, the uh, the phone number for your vet, if you don't have it on your cell phone. Personally, I have my vet's home phone, cell phone, and clinic number on my phone so do i (laughs) i do too speed dial (laughs) thermometer for people and animals yep animals the old-fashioned they don't even sell the old-fashioned ones anymore yeah for the for dogs dogs and cats Mm -hmm. they do just make sure you um differentiate the two yeah yeah (laughs) i was trying to figure out how to say that um 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 (laughs) (laughs) oh lots of rubbing alcohol (laughs) 
speaking of rubbing alcohol in the, some petroleum jelly for that rectal thermometer for the animals. For the animals. It's so easy, too, to get the um, little packets of sterile uh, petroleum jelly. Uh, a little, uh, the, the thing before it. Uh, alcohol thank swabs. You. Alcohol wipes. <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. That was a hard one. I'm sorry, folks. Rolls, uh, multiple rolls of tape of different widths and waterproof and vet wrap vet is like i yeah. i love that stuff whoever invented it thank you yeah i love that stuff well for those who don't know vet wrap is elastic bandage sticks to that itself sticks to itself it sticks to itself comes so in can... a lot prettier colors oh, oh yeah. i have such a variety of colors it's just fun <laughs> i have and you can cut to whatever you want oh i got the pink and purple hearts too do you yes i just oh. have Plain red and white. I have one that has little smiley faces, happy smiley faces. faces. Yeah. And vet wrap, by the way, works very well on people too. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's better than putting those little metal clippy <laughs> things to try to hold it. Yeah, but for a pressure bandage or keeping a wound clean or just all in all, it's just great stuff to yeah. have around. Rolls of gauze of various widths. Yes, yeah. definitely. And gauze pads, mm-hmm. big and small, mm-hmm. medicated, not medicated. Band-Aids for people of different sizes. And I always try to keep, you know, the different forms of Band-Aids, too. The ones for fingertips and the wide ones and the small ones and the little ones and the big ones. I think they have that variety pack in the store. Yeah, but you... Band-Aid variety pack yeah, of some sort. Yeah, You usually end up using yeah. the regular Band-Aids and having a whole bunch of the oddball ones yeah. left over. What's but, the other uh, one you and I, Kate, well, you mentioned last time? Oh, the, like, Kotex pads. Oh, oh yeah, really? Yeah. In terms of they when you're in an emergency, for, yeah. um, for, for putting a pressure or, pad on, sanitary yeah. pads, yeah. Um, even tampons, they can be great things for yeah. protecting a wound. Acting Kotex can be a great little splint. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> now I had gone splint. there before. <laughs> Is that the one with wings or without? <laughs> no, 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 the tampon. Oh, the tampon. Tampon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. This I remember is... many, many years ago using it to wrap a Doberman's ears. Oh, ears, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, for all our listeners, it's too bad this isn't TV because <laughs> Melissa is losing gonna... her mind. <laughs> she's she's gonna bright red <laughs> and she's going to fall out of her chair. <laughs> you wanted to hang out here. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh. We get creative. Moving on. Butterflies. Oh. Butterflies. Not the real ones, people. No, no. The bandaged <laughs> butterflies. Butterfly bandage. oh, when I got bit in the face by yep. the pit bull, butterfly that sucker together real good. Yep. A lot of people keep the little uh, individual tubes of uh, glue. That help me, help me. Oh, super glue. Super glue, thank super you. Glue. Oh, also, they That's have the, uh, the fake yeah. skin now. Yeah, they yeah. do. The liquid bandage. Liquid, yep. Yeah. yeah. And That's super great. Super glue will work the same way. So yeah. Well, close yeah. Close up edges and... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. When I worked for uh, the veterinarian, when I was a vet tech, he did uh, most of the space with super glue, and then he just put in a couple of reinforcing stitches. But then he didn't have to have the whole line of stitches. Right. And by the time it, the edges, the super glue wore off, the edges were healed. So worked out yeah, nicely. Super glue works well. Cold compresses. Petra's talking to a puppy. <laughs> if you hear the noise in the background. <laughs> Patrick's talking to a puppy. <laughs> Apparently the puppy is intrigued by the power outlet. 
You're laying it as a pillow, uh, laying on it. Oh, the lady's going to hit the master suite. Oh, and Kate mentioned antiseptic cleaning wipes <clears throat> and alcohol wipes. Those are those are important. Sterile saline eye wash. You know, and just good sealed bottled water is just important. Mm-hmm. I mean, for drinking in an emergency, for cleaning out mm-hmm. wounds... It's yeah. just handy to have well, bottled water. Well, the saline I used the other day because uh, Rio, my new pup, came in with his eye kind of like half open and on the blinking, blinking. Probably got something in it. I couldn't see anything. So I just, good rinse and gone. Yep. Good. Well, yeah. Hour later, fine. Yep. Benadryl. Oh my gosh, oh, do we go through the Benadryl? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Between people allergies and dog allergies yes. and bee stings or spider bites or... Yep. So internal and topical. Oh, yeah. 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 Was Pepto-Bismol in there? Yeah, Pepto-Bismol's on the list. Ah. Antibiotic ointment. Um, I always like to have both antibiotic ointment, antibiotic pain relief ointment. Right. Because somebody gets a good sting or a cut or something, mm-hmm. the pain relief was good. Mm-hmm. Bactine. Mm-hmm. Not just for wounds, but also if a dog's scratching a little too much, you can put some Bactine on it. and It tastes bad and it relieves mm-hmm. the itch. Hydrocortisone cream. For itching and swelling. For itching and swelling. What's the other one we? Um, I keep uh, antiseptic wash. The Johnson and Johnson uh-huh. in the blue bottle. Yeah, that's really Clear good if a hot spot looking. starts mm-hmm. or something like that. Spare leash and collar. Yeah, can be handy if you've lost it, broken it, or you, you might need, need, a need a muscle. Need a muscle. I like the gauze. It's a little easier to work with, but in an emergency, leash will work great for a muscle. Oh yeah, yeah. Or even the. Well, no, you got the vet wrap. Thinking even if you don't have that, uh, the ace wraps. Yeah. For a variety of other reasons too. But if you don't whatever have the vet is easiest, wrap, whatever is easiest to grab. Uh huh. What else, Kate? What's on your list for a first aid well, kit? We often mention styptic for you know uh, oh. nail torn nails and things like that. But again, you want to get creative. You're out camping. Bar of soap, cornmeal, flour, mm-hmm. just about anything that'll help it clot. And that way, styptic is. Designed for that. Yeah. Either styptic pencil or styptic powder. Powder's usually easier for a torn nail. Right. Mm-hmm. Get it to stick you just in there. pack it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a tweezer aficionado. I like oh, good yeah. tweezers. Oh, well. Oh, definitely. That, that was second on my list after scissors was tweezers, both large and small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate the ones that won't pick up as splinter. They're useless. So they need to be good quality tweezers. Check them out ahead of time. <laughs> You know what I do? People probably look at me weird. I sit there and just look in the store. Okay, does uh-huh. this work? Let me see. Doesn't Can I take my hair? Okay, will it touch? Right. Yeah. Jeez. It's important. <laughs> that splinter is hurting. You want it out. Yeah. Immediately. But don't use... Not like, hold on a second. I think I got it. Yeah. And don't use tweezers on uh, insect bites, uh, insect stings if you're going Scrape after them. the uh, stinger them. itself. Because hmm. then you just squeeze all the remaining venom back into you. So... Mm-hmm. Scrape it and flick it out. Even though you're holding your finger going, Ow! Scrape. Scrape. (laughs) Scrape and flick. Scrape and flick. Although I'm not sure those weren't exactly the words I was using. (laughs) And I've even used a credit card, you know, Mm -hmm. an old library card or something like that. Yep. Keep in there. Flick Mm -hmm. it out. Of course, you got you have. I just call Pedro because she's got the fingernails. She's dance. got the nails. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I'm never always have ready. Fingernails. <laughs> You're pretty good on splinters too. Uh, with those fingernails. Yeah. Ticks. Moving oh, tick. ticks. <laughs> don't need tweezers. Got nails. Yeah, don't try to burn a tick out or a burn your dog. Yeah, just hang on gently Pinch. and 
Pinch and pull. Pin- pinch his little head, and get a bit of skin, and pull the whole thing out. Mm-hmm. But yeah. ease it out. Don't rip off the head. Yeah, if you... That'll make it worse. And then don't just drop it on the ground and go, ooh! Kill the sucker. Just kill it. <laughs> kill the sucker. I did that the other day with one we found. That was student dogs. Yeah. The lady comes... Yeah, did you... She comes up... I have, I have a, a tick! <laughs> In her little fingers. Can, yeah. yeah! And she just handed it to me. I'm like, uh, okay, I'll take care of it. <laughs> and she went splat. <laughs> I did. And I went in with my nails and I scrunched them all and got little pieces. Were you supposed to adopt it out? I don't know. But oh. she was like... Tick. Can you take it? <laughs> well, at least she didn't drop it in the ground. Okay, we'll give her that credit. That was funny. Well, what else do we need? Something to use as splints is a good idea, too, although I usually... We covered uh, that with tampons. Yes, well, when it's bigger than tampons. Oh, okay. But you can just grab whatever's nearest, too. You can use yeah. a broomstick. Or use them. Um, or keep a couple of the uh, tongue depressors. Yeah, for small dogs. For small dogs. Yeah. No, even for Paint an sticks. Paint sticks. Paint for sticks. For bigger dogs. Yeah. And, again, be creative. It doesn't always have to be that mm-hmm. rigid. If you use roll up kitchen a noose, towels or roll up a and put paper. enough of them yeah. around, yeah. Yeah. you can build up resistance to help mm-hmm. the, keep the limb from bending. Right. And get your pup. To emergency to help. help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing with a first aid kit is check it fairly regularly because medications especially will expire. Many of them have a, a good, uh, you know, two or three year expiration date. But I remember one time I went through the first aid kit, I think before we were going camping, and some stuff had expired like three years previously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. do not use stuff that's been expired for you know, maybe if it's only a month, it's okay, but any longer than that because they change. Mm, exactly. Some of them get weaker, some of them get stronger. So don't use them if they've been expired for any period of time. So it's go through it every the six same months ER or so. The ER nurse that checked ours was saying that when you change the batteries in your smoke detectors, mm-hmm. check no. your first aid at the same time. Well, my smoke detector's electric, so it doesn't. Uh, well, okay, when you change your clocks, they're <laughs> radar controlled. <laughs> on January 1st <laughs> when you're looking in the first aid kit for something for the hangover check the rest of the expiration dates too. I don't, I don't drink, drink. <laughs> so but for the rest of us we completely understand but, Kate but I, I do check it every six months fine so. some anniversary <laughs> I do check it every six I... months or so yes but for everybody else yes those are good reminders there's exceptions to, to the rule, Liz. <laughs> well, I'm an exception to all those rules, right? And then know your own particular dog's possible emergencies. Bev and Mo- Molly has Addison's. Right. That could mean low blood sugar drops. So she mm. carries, well, actually, from some of the coffee places, she got honey in a tube. Oh, sure. It's great. Oh, you know, yeah. You she can dump that. Yeah. So there's all sorts of things you can carry. So if she notices that Molly's, you know, staggering or looking a little disoriented, um, she can give her a little sugar. Sure. Which is good for people that need it too. Another good idea for a first aid kit is a first aid book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One for people and one for pets. Mm -hmm. And uh, in a podcast, we're talking about first aid, including emergency first aid, and talk about the American Red Cross emergency pet first aid course. But they have a handy dandy little book. It's not super complete but it's a good basic first aid book and i suggest you have a copy of something like that in the first aid kit also Mm -hmm. you know for 
vet techs, former vet techs, uh, Kate and I, we tend to just do stuff. But if if you've not had any experience in that, then it's a good idea to have a book, at least as a good reference. The best stocked first aid kit in the world won't do you any good if you don't know how to use it. Right, exactly. Yep. So, yes, and by, let me reemphasize that. The Red Cross does have first aid classes for pets. Dogs and cats. All right, well, that's our first aid kit. So take a listen to our sponsors. We'll be right back, and we'll talk about the disaster preparedness kit. What else do you need besides a first aid kit? So hold on. We'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash world, W-O-R-L-D, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's seven-day satisfaction guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD. Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florop.com and use the code DOGGYDOG at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P dot com. Code word D-O-G-G-Y-D-O-G. There's a movement afoot, ShoeBuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code DOGGY, D-O-G-G-Y, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. That's it. You're madder than a junkyard dog, and you're not going to take it anymore. Your feathers are ruffled, your dander is up, and you've got a definite bone to pick. Join us each week on Pet Peeves, the show that lets you dig through the dirt and unleash your passion for pets. Your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Amy Shojai, will talk about what makes you howl and what hisses you off. Pet Peeves, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. In the first half of the show, we talked about a pet first aid kit. Well, ours, mine, 
is a combination of a human and a pet first aid kit. Seemed kind of silly to have two, so I combine them both. But for disaster preparedness, what else do you need? Well, one of the first things is if you have to evacuate or leave your home, wildfire, earthquake, nuclear disaster, heaven knows what else, where are you going to go? And how are you going to touch base with other family members or friends? Many years ago, Paul and I were evacuated due to a wildfire up near San Clemente. We lived on Camp Pendleton at the time. When we got woke up about 3 o'clock in the morning, the flames at the end of the street were up in the eucalyptus trees, so more than 100 feet tall. He got called in to work to fight the fire. I took off with the dogs and the cat and the rabbit and the snake and the turtle and everything else. Can you imagine that car? Interesting, huh? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thank goodness we had crates. I just shoved everybody in a crate except the German Shepherd and threw in in the camper shell, under the camper shell of the pickup truck, and I took off. But we had not made any plans as to how to get in touch with each other afterwards. I wasn't allowed back to the house for 48 hours. So I camped out in the friend's front yard who didn't let me bring any of the critters in the house. So Not even the snakes. No. I thought it was rude. But uh, anyway, from then on, we've always had a plan. You know, mm-hmm. who are you going to contact? How are you going to let people know where you are? And don't just rely on your cell phone because if cell phone towers are out or the circuits yeah. are overloaded. Yeah. And we found that here in Southern California during Three some of the wildfires. Ago. Yeah. The the circuits were busy. And they and broadcasts and radio was telling you do not make use cell phones if you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So where are you gonna go? Who are you gonna contact? How are you going to contact them? How are they going to contact you? Mm-hmm. But have something planned ahead of time so that you can you can make contact with them. And while it's great to know your neighbors and their phone numbers and names don't count on them if you're in the same area. Yeah. They'll be in the same boat. So you need right. somebody a ways out of the area. Yeah. Actually, one of our points of contacts is one of my aunts who lives in Arizona. So all the Southern California family, if we have a situation, we are to contact her. Mm-hmm. And she's going to let everybody know where everybody is. So if, if I evacuated and say I went to Del Mar... I would call her, let her know, I'm out of the danger area, I'm in Del Mar, and she would then let other family members know. So somebody mm-hmm. totally out of the area. Mm-hmm. Central headquarters for information. Right, yeah, right. Exactly. And then I, of course, offered to do the same thing for the Arizona family if they faced right. a disaster. You know what, and then also make, know your area and know different escape routes. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I remember, the, what, three years ago or maybe the one right. prior to that one? At one point, you know, all the freeways were literally closed, closed. because fires were crossing the right. freeways. Thank goodness well, we were all in safe areas, but if yeah. we weren't, yeah. there was no way we could go north, south. You'd have to go west, and then you'd better get a boat. Yes, yes you're heading to the, the ocean. ocean. Yeah. At one yep. point, we were really surrounded right. for a short time. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, alternative routes. So what else do you need in a disaster kit? We've got the first aid kit. We know where we're going to go and who we're going to contact. How about food? Pet food and people food. Yeah. Well, they usually say a three-day rule. Although the Red Cross, after some of the last few disasters, have said a week. A week. Have a week, a minimum. Because, you know, depending on the disaster, it may take time to get help in. 
So have at least a week's worth of food for you and your pets. And, you know, don't forget the tools. <laughs> Can opener, silverware, knife. Oh, yeah. Even if you're using paper plates or whatever, but uh, have, you know, have lot, the tools. And nowadays, those camping things or backpacks because uh-huh. you have to kind of consolidate and have uh-huh. little things that fold or uh-huh. fit inside each other uh-huh. those would be great to put in the disaster uh-huh. pack well i have disaster preparedness kit and camping gear all in one spot uh-huh. so i could grab sleeping bags i can grab the propane stove i can grab all the camping gear and i can grab the disaster preparedness kit all at the same time and i have it in the garage right near a side door so even if all the junk in the rafters in the garage falls down i can reach in and get it right right <laughs> and and having the camping gear with it makes it you know that much easier and don't forget the pet food changing food on your pets can cause diarrhea and you don't want to do that during a disaster no, or being no. evacuated. Right. <laughs> no, you're out and about. You can't easily give your dog a bath. You don't want to have to deal yeah. with that. Yeah. And now let's talk also. After Hurricane Katrina, it is now law that shelters accept pets. However, they don't accept loose pets. So, Which is kind of what happens when there's a disaster. All your pets are loose. Yeah. But do you have a crate you can grab? Do you have an X-Pen? Yeah. Is your pet, Is your pet used, to, used to a crate yeah. or an X-Pen? True. Again, I've got crates in the garage within easy reach. And I've got X-Pens right near the door where my disaster kit is. So I can grab all at the same time. That's true. And things are, you know, in an emergency disaster, things are going to be crazy enough. You don't want to take that time to teach your pup to accept being in a crate. Right. You want them to feel like, cool, I'm in my crate. I'm, I'm safe. safe. Right. I'm, I'm right. not going to be a problem. Right. Right. So something to contain your pet and to contain each pet. If you've got two dogs and a cat and a rabbit, we're not, not putting have... all four of them <laughs> in one crate. Better have more than one crate. <laughs> and that snake. <laughs> Well, he wasn't too big at that time. He was only about six foot. So, oh. Oh, only. <laughs> yeah, <just> only. only. <laughs> no problem. All right. So we've got first aid kit. We've got food for pets and uh, people. We've got tools for preparing the food for pets and people. We've got crates and X pens. How about medications for the pets and the people? You know, if you or a family member or your pet is taking medications, is that easy at hand? Can you grab it? And how about a prescription for those in case you run out? Mm, true. And then I'm trying to think somewhere. Maybe your emergency contact. Like, like it would be my sister in our case. Uh-huh. We talked to her. But she would have a list of any of the pets and who they are, what they are, pictures of them, breeds. Sure. And then if there is any medication. Pictures. Photos. Just photos. in case you get separated. Yeah. Send photos to your contact. I like that. And mm-hmm. then on the crate. And then in your emergency mm-hmm. kit. Yeah. And if you get separated so that you can identify and let other people know what, what and who to look for. Including the microchip information. Right. So in case your pet is found and scanned, you've got the microchip information. It does make us sound like we're having to rent a U-Haul. To not get, really. Not that you know what? Other than the crates and the X-Pens, one trash can. One plastic trash yeah. can with wheels. And that's what a lot of the, the experts like FEMA and the Red Cross recommend is have one plastic trash can on wheels that you can grab and drag with you that'll fit in your trunk of your car 
or, you know, for those of us with a bigger car, you just load it up anywhere. Mm -hmm. And you can just grab it and go. The crates and the expense obviously would be bigger, but the rest of it, you can fit an awful lot in a trash can. Yeah, I've got one. Yes. Change of clothes for the people. Space blankets. Space blankets. Those don't take up any room at all. No, no, though they don't. Just fold them up. How about a couple changes of clothes, socks, underwear, jacket? And then some of the listers. Raincoat. You, know. you can get those. Yeah, nice. Ponchos. Chum, yeah, little ponchos. Uh-huh. Yep. Hey, how about a toy? Yeah. Deck of cards. Radio. <laughs> oh, radio is important. Battery operated. Battery operated radio. or a crank or something. But you want to be able to hear the news. Right. Um, but, you know, a toy for your puppy dog. So you're, mm-hmm. they're not pulling their hair out like you are. And then you will be if they are. Right. Something for them to do, too. Anything else? Chocolate. <laughs> For you, not your dog. White chocolate. Chocolate makes every emergency a little bit easier to handle. That sounds good to me. <laughs> sounds good to me. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a good start. If you go up to the Red Cross, American Red Cross website, they do have a list on disaster preparedness and some things to put in your kit. It isn't specifically for pets, but if you combine your pet's needs with your own, then you could put together a good kit. And don't think that disaster's not going to hit. They can hit anywhere. And I mean, yes, here in Southern California, we're looking at earthquakes and wildfires, but just recently we had a warning of a tsunami because of the disaster in Japan. Now, granted, it was only about three feet and it didn't go anywhere, but it hit uh, some of the harbors pretty hard and made me think about it. (laughs) Yeah, destroyed a few boats. Yeah, well, it did a lot of damage in Northern California. Mm -hmm. But hurricanes, tornadoes, blizzards. I believe the ASPCA has information on a pet emergency kit, what to put together. So check out the American Red Cross and the ASPCA's website. Hopefully you took some notes from this podcast and we gave you some ideas. Every emergency first aid and disaster preparedness kit is going to be a little different, depending on you and your family and, uh, and, and your individual needs and the disasters that might happen in your, your region. And hopefully you'll never have to use it. <laughs> yep, exactly. So on that, we will close for this podcast, and hopefully you'll tune in for another one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.